Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 634, for Saturday, September 5th, 2020. This is the BGG Page Views edition. So, this week, losers outpace gainers by a rate of 4 to 1. So we have 16 games that lose ground from last week, 4 that gain. And of those 16 that lose ground, only two of them lose less than 10%. Most of them are more than 20% losses. Why? I'm not 100% sure, but here's what I'm thinking. There are occasions when BoardGameGeek has had days where the stats page just doesn't update. And it's super inconvenient when that happens on a Wednesday, which is the day I'd normally grab the data that I use to generate this list. But when that happens, what I will do is I will prorate it. I'll either take the six days that I have from the Tuesday when it updated, or sometimes I'll take eight. Anyway, I'll prorate it to seven days. But I need to know that that's what's going on. So every day, I don't pull the data every day. I just pull it once a week. But I do pull the data for one game every day. I just look at Pandemic Legacy Season 1. Uh, for the longest time, because it was the number one game. And then after that, for some reason, the, there were a couple times when Gloomhaven updated, but Pan- Pandemic Legacy didn't. So it seemed like a better barometer. So Pandemic Legacy Season 1 typically adds 600 to 800 views per day. But let me read you the totals from the past week. Now, this will include a couple of days that aren't in the totals that we'll be doing for the list here the last couple of days. But this will be starting with the the views from last Friday through Thursday, September 3rd. Okay, here's what the Pandemic Legacy Season 1 had by day starting last Friday. 641, 725, 656, 403, 95, 624, 605. Did you notice the two anomalies there? So there were a couple of days, and it was Tuesday and Wednesday, when the the views were just way down. So to me, this is not an indication that the stats didn't update. What it actually seems like is that the site was down for maybe 36 hours. Maybe it was. I don't know. I didn't notice that being the case, but it may have been. But uh, Or maybe the stats just weren't updating. The page views weren't updating for that stretch of time. Whatever the case, this is why so many games are down this week, just so you know. All right. At number 20 for the second week in a row, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 8,313 views. That is a decline of 2,046, or 20%, uh, and is... I forgot to calculate this. That's about 2,000 fewer than last week's number 20. Uh, But that's kind of in keeping with the fact that basically we had a whole, like, day and a half uh, with no stats. So we'd expect expect about a 20% decline for games that tend to, to stay the same from one week to the next. And that's exactly what we see. So any game that has about a 20% decline, you could figure if those those stats were full for the last two days of the period, it would have been about the same. So if it has a less than a 20% decline, it would have gained uh, 
If it has more than a 20% decline, it would have lost a little bit. Okay. Down two spots from 17 to 19, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 8,593. 280 more than Everdell, a decline of 23%. Also down two spots from 16 to 18, Tainted Grail by Krzysztof Piskorski and Marcin Swierkot, published by Awaken Realms with 8,990. 397 more than Twilight Imperium, a decline of 22%. After two weeks in the top 10, sliding from number 4 to 17, Cloud Age by Alexander Feaster, published by Capstone Games, with 9,035. Uh, it's uh, 45 more than Tainted Grail, but a big decline of 60%. But not as big as this next one. After debuting at number 1 last week, tumbling 15 positions down to number 16, Dinosaur World, by Brian Lewis, David McGregor, and Marissa Masura, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 9,000. 190, 155 more than Cloud Age, a decline of 69%. This marks the 41st time a number one has missed the top 10 the following week. The last time was just three weeks ago with Santorini, New York. After a week out of the top 20, climbing from number 21 to number 15, The Crew by Thomas Singh, published by Cosmos with 9,259. 69 more than Dinosaur World, Dinosaur, Dinosaur, a decline of only 7%. There's one of those two games with a decline of less than 10%. Climbed six spaces, right? Bouncing back up one spot from 15 to 14, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 9,871. 612 more than The Crew, a decline of 18%. At number 13 for the second week in a row, Fort by Grant Rodiek, published by Leader Games with 10,591. 720 more than Wingspan, a decline of 20%. At number 12 for the second week in a row, Brass, Birmingham by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games with 10,677. 86 more than Fort, and a decline of 20%. Jumping 14 positions from number 25 up to number 11, Nemesis by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel with 10,679. Two more than Brass, a gain of 29%. One of our four gainers on the list. There are three new entries in the top 10. The three games falling out are from 1 to 16, Dinosaur World, from 4 to 17, Cloud Age, and from 9 out of the top 100, Hamburg. The first new entry is a debut at number 10, Paladins of the West Kingdom, City of Crowns, by Shem Phillips and S.J. McDonald, published by Garpill Games with 11,936. About 1,200 more than Nemesis, and uh, about 3,500 less than last week's number 10. And the ga- this one is one of our four gainers. It gained 1,100%. That's because it had charted only, it had only been 
on the site for one day. It was only, it was posted on Tuesday, basically. Picked up about a thousand views. This is an expansion for Paladins of the West Kingdom, released last year and currently ranked number 89 on Board Game Geek. It adds new board extensions and provides players a new attribute and new actions. Our second new entry returns after just a week away at number 9, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 12,069, 133 more than the Paladins expansion, as a decline of 20%. This is the third week of the last five that Terraforming Mars has been at number 9. The other two weeks in the last five, it was number 11. That's where it was last week. So a two-position gain. But that mark of 12,069 is the fewest views that Terraforming Mars has had since July 6th of last year. Uh, So 14 months ago. At that time, it was number 18. In its second week in the top 10, sliding from number 2 down to number 8, Hadrian's Wall by Bobby Hill, published by Garp Hill Games, with 13,198. 1,100 more than Terraforming Mars, a decline of 51%. At number 7 for the second week in a row, Root by Cole Weirley published by Leader Games with 15,572. 2,400 more than Hadrian's Wall, a decline of 17%. So you see, that was a a little better performer than the rest. At number six for the second week in a row, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 16,466. 894 more than Root, a decline of 19% to the fewest views Gloomhaven has had, at least since re-entering the list back in January of 2017. But, and it is the fewest views by about 2,500, and yet it lost over 3,800 views from last week, so I think we can blame that on whatever the glitch was on the site. At number five for the second week in a row, Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Greater Than Games with 16,825, 359 more than Gloomhaven, a decline of 23%. Climbing four spots from number eight to number four, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 17,590. 765 more than Spirit Island, a decline of only 5%. This attains its highest position since May 9th, about four months ago, five months, yeah, four months ago, when it was also number four. But an even bigger upward jump from number 10 all the way up to number three for Marvel Champions by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace also published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,031, 2,400 more than Arkham Horror, and a gain of 30%. Number three is the highest position Marvel Champions has seen since the end of middle of March, uh, almost six months ago. It was number three uh, in two weeks in mid-March. Rebounding back up one spot from number three to number two, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, 
by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 21,547, 1,500 more than Marvel Champions, and a decline of 19%. Well, that leaves our third new entry at number one, returning to the chart after 38 weeks away, almost nine months, and charting for the second time, Mariposas by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Alderac Entertainment Group with 27,424. Almost 6,000 more than Jaws of the Lion, a gain of more than four times what it had last week. It only had about 6,000 views last week. Mariposas is from the designer of Wingspan, which of course had a theme of bird watching, and this has a game, a theme of monarch butterflies, and it is, quote, a game of movement and set collection, unquote. For Saturday, September 5th, 2020.